Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Day. Uh, the president is going to be not too far from us uh, today. He is going to be in Montoursville and he will be uh, stumping for GOP candidate Fred Keller because we got a special 12th congressional district seat that Tom Marino is has left. Right. And this election, uh, while the other ones are picking people from each party to run in the general, this one is a special election to see who will uh, fill in that seat for the next year and a half or so. Uh, so uh, we've got Democrat Mark Friedenberg with us. Uh, who has uh, run for this uh, position before, and he is running in the special election uh, today. So, first of all, Mr. Friedenberg, thanks for being with us. Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning. So, uh, obviously, you know, the president is coming to stump for uh, the guy you're running up against, Fred Keller. Uh, you know, what do you have to say about, uh, you know, your opponent and also the fact the president is going to be in town, you know, stumping for him? I'm really glad that there's uh, more attention on the race. Uh, we're going to be uh, canvassing and phone banking uh, out of my campaign's office uh, on 3rd Street in Williamsport to speak directly to the voters uh, about the difference uh, between Representative Keller and myself and our agendas for bringing jobs back to the district, making sure we get health care for every American, and protecting Social Security. So you know that obviously the 12th district is a pretty heavy Republican district. Um, are, are you finding uh, people receptive uh, to possibly uh, voting for a Democrat uh, in in this uh, in this district? Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the most exciting things with it being a special election, like you said, is that everybody can vote. And so for the independent and third party voters in particular, when we're able to to talk to them and let them know that they can vote, they're pretty excited about it. And I think it really points to one of the reasons we have such low turnout, unfortunately, both in the general and in the primary elections, is our closed primary system in Pennsylvania. Keeps uh, whole you know bunches of people out of the process. Really hurts our democracy. So I'm glad that tomorrow lots of independents and third-party voters are going to be able to, uh, to turn out and vote. Well, I think that's true. I mean, you know, uh, Democrats obviously have to vote for Democrats in a primary and Republicans Republican, but the independents wholly frozen out of the system. That's right. And they'll have a, a third ballot at every polling place, you know, Democratic, Republican, and, and other, and independent and other. Uh, and this will be the only race on it, but uh, I think it's definitely worth turning out for. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about um, impeachment, because uh, this is something that the House, it seems to be struggling with, some members who want it, some who don't. Uh, obviously, you know, whoever, you know, if a Democrat ends up in that seat, that's going to be a question people are asking. What are your thoughts right now, you know, with the president coming to Northeast PA? Um, if you were in there, is that something you would support at this point? Yeah, I, I don't know what the, the basis for it would be. Uh, I mean, we'll let the process continue to play out. But one of the things that we've, we've really learned over the past uh, two years or so is just how effective Russia was in meddling in our election system on the social media misinformation side. Uh, and then even as we learned from the report recently, uh, trying to access state and local voter rolls, trying to hack into the companies that manufacture voting machines that we use in the United States, and we have not taken meaningful steps to try to harden our democracy, to try to secure ourselves from those threats, which we now know are not just from Russia anymore, but also from China, Iran, North Korea, 
and frankly, even from our allies who are trying to achieve their goals by interfering in domestic politics. You, you are um, you you know a lot about cybersecurity, do you not? I do. Yes, uh, I teach that at, at Penn State. What so, sort of a yeah. system would you advocate then? I mean, as far as voting is concerned, uh, because you know we've talked about maybe it's time to go back to a piece of paper and a pencil. Yeah, and in fact, I think that's right. And Pennsylvania, um, laudably, is moving uh, in that direction with these voter verifiable paper trails, which you could um, you could fill in with a pencil. You know, that's what we do where I vote in, in Center County. Or you could fill it out on a computer display, but then it prints out a sheet that you you can actually just look at and see which votes uh, are being indicated, rather than some barcode that no human could read, which is what a lot of counties still use. So I'm glad we're moving in in that direction. Uh, you know, I wish it, it would be great. We have these incompatible goals. I want everybody to vote. It would be really cool if you could just vote with your cell phone. Uh, but I'm skeptical that we would ever be able to have online voting that we could feel trust, secure about. That we could yeah. actually trust. Uh, right. Okay. So uh, let, quickly for uh, people, uh, what issues are you, um, you know, focusing on? I, I asked you a lot about, you know, the, we talked about the impeachment or, you know, not impeaching. Uh, also about cybersecurity. But what about issues everyday Americans uh, care about? It seems uh, health care seems to be one of the top issues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, we need to make sure we protect those health care protections for people with pre-existing conditions that the Affordable Care Act delivered for us. We saw data, I guess it was about two weeks ago now, the CDC said last year over one million Americans lost health insurance. We have one million fewer without health insurance, uh, with uh, health insurance, excuse me. Uh, we have $800 billion last year in loans taken out to cover health care costs. And healthcare costs are still the leading cause of personal bankruptcy in the United States. So there's a lot of work to do. And I think that healthcare is also holding down our economy because we have this coupling between people's employment status and their healthcare status. And that means that it becomes harder to, say, start up your own small business because you're worried if you, if you leave your job that offers healthcare benefits, you're, you're going to go without. You're not going to be able to have healthcare for your family while your business is starting up. Or if you have a small startup business, it's going to be really tough to compete for talent with larger companies that can offer those attractive benefits packages. And so I support us offering a Medicare buy-in option uh, to buy into the same you know, popular, well-run Medicare program that we have now, that it's an option for anybody to buy into if they would like. And I'm confident that a lot of people would do that because it gives them that, that freedom, that flexibility. And at the same time, there are some improvements that we can make to Medicare. Frankly, I'm stunned that we still do not let Medicare negotiate prescription drug prices with the pharmaceutical companies. They have such buying power, such uh, leverage that they would have in negotiations. I think it's a testament to the power that the pharmaceutical companies have had and the success that they've had in lobbying Congress, that that's not happening yet. This is one of those uh, very few bipartisan uh, issues. I think everybody agrees that Medicare ought to be able to negotiate prescription drug prices. It's one of the, the leading you know complaints that I hear about from voters. What are you going to do about the out-of-pocket costs of pharmaceuticals? And uh, I think that would go a long way. Yeah, it seems like we're paying quite a bit more than they're paying in many other places and other countries. All right, uh, Democrat Mark uh, Friedenberg up in the 12th uh, Congressional District. Uh, the, that's a special election where you'll actually be uh, making a decision there, folks. And you're up against uh, Republican uh, Fred Keller. So uh, good luck to you, and thanks for checking in with us this morning. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 